Hey y'all, and welcome back to Hot Takes with Kate. I am so excited to have Montana on the podcast again. Uh, it's going to be a little different today. We're going to be doing some rapid hot takes. Uh, just a few fun ones to start out, and then we'll get into a few discussion topics. Uh, Montana's actually going to maybe interview me for a bit. Woo! So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I hope you like it. But let's go ahead and get started. All right, first hot take. You ready? Yeah, you, you go first, Mont. Ketchup is the worst condiment. <laughs> Just hate it. Your turn. <laughs> that, that is good. Um, no one can play golf with sunglasses. You just can't see as well. I played golf with sunglasses yesterday. I know. Just want to say. All right, next one. Anything strawberry flavored is bad, but real strawberries are good. Oh, like like cake. Strawberry shiner? That's actually not bad. Well, now I take it back. I like strawberry drinks. I don't like like cake or um, cupcakes or ice cream. Where where it tastes like really artificial strawberry. Yeah. It's not good. Like it freaks me out that it's pink. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, My hot take, crumble cookie is not good. Oh, (laughs) I think it's good. Oh, no. They're just huge. They're huge. But honestly, like, they're too cakey. I can't even enjoy it. Like, if I'm going to have a cookie, I want to be able to eat the whole thing, and I want to enjoy the cookie. I understand that. Yeah, you have to, like, break it up. Yeah. All right, next. Mixing up your Chipotle bowl or, like, an acai bowl is the way to go. I get so much hate on this because I'm a mixer, (laughs) people hate me for that that's actually really funny (laughs) (laughs) no it's so true though you do mix everything I'm like what are you doing you're ruining the aesthetic of it (laughs) yeah you're supposed to mix the acai bowl whatever no it's you're supposed to I mean I get what you're saying but then the granola gets mushy no it doesn't because you eat it right away you don't just let it sit anyways it's fine your turn a guy should always hold the door for you no matter the circumstances agree Mm -hmm. that should even be a hot take that should just be accurate at all times some girls i've seen some girls they don't like having the door held for them yeah that's just because you're prideful dude like it should be (laughs) make it easier on yourself there we go that's a hot take (laughs) next hot take literally hot arizona summers are not that bad people are like i I agree texas summers are way worse oh my god after going to arizona for your bachelorette totally not that bad no I agree. Okay, keep going because I have that's my. Oh, I only have three more. Visors are better than hats. Just the visor girly myself. You get the sun on your hair. You know, get little blonde highlights. Just looks cuter. Like I look like a boy in a hat. Yeah. Oh wait, I do have one more actually. Oh. Skinny bloggers don't eat all that they show you. That's hot. Hot off the press. It is hot, but you know what? And I'm talking about like the super skinny, like bony bloggers that are yeah. like, I eat pizza all day. I'm like, no, you don't. You cannot be that thin and eat pizza. Yeah, define eat pizza. When I say eat pizza, it's the whole pizza. <laughs> they well, say eat pizza. It's and like they have like nipple half one. a slice or something, like they, or they eat one slice and they're like, oh, it's so good, you know? I wish I had self control like that, but it's no, not the case. I know. But that's my hot take on that. That's a hot and debatable one. Yeah. My next one, for the athletes out here, the leggings and then sleeveless look for 
collegiate volleyball players or any kind is just so hideous. <laughs> I actually very agree. I'm like, ew. I agree with that. It doesn't look like... No, it does not look good. It's, it needs to go away. I, oh my yeah. gosh, so when I used to play basketball, I used to like cut my t-shirt. <laughs> I just... It was so bad, but it was like you'd have your sports bra on your and I like put my hair in a high bun and I thought it was so cool. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. The legging, I just don't it's like know. it's like 2012 vibes. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> like who dressed you this morning? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. that was it for me. Yeah, that's all I have. Oh, those are fun. Those good hot fun. takes. Leave your comments, um, what you think, because uh, we're very curious to see what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, what was the hottest take of yeah, all this? Yeah, what was the hottest take? Ooh. Um, all right, well, let's get into some of them that I have for some discussion topics. On today's episode, I will be interviewing Caitlin. Caitlin, what is your first discussion hot take? Oh. <laughs> um, you are never going to be in a perfect place to be in a perfect relationship. Oh, totally agree on that. And there's no such thing as perfection, obviously. Yeah, no. But um, I, I have a few verses to back this up. Okay. Um, I have Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yep. And then I have Romans 3.10, and it says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Like, none of us are going to be perfectly righteous in the eyes of God. We are so undeserving of his grace and his mercy. Uh, but you know, I think we're supposed to try to alter our lives and our behaviors, but we're never going to be perfect at it. And I think when you get too hard on yourself, uh, it can cause, uh, anxiety. It can cause discourse in relationships, um, especially in dating relationships. And, um, yeah, I think it can cause a multitude of issues, um, and you're put, almost putting it on the other person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because then they have to carry that that weight of you're trying. It's a people pleaser thing. I completely understand that, mm-hmm. and so it's like it, it does put a weight or an expectation on the person you're with to accept what you're giving, and well, if you're trying, I don't know. And the other thing is like. If you, you go into a date, I think the church does this where it's like, yeah. oh, you better be in a great place with God. And yeah, you have to be in a good place with God for sure before getting into a serious relationship. But you don't have to be in this perfect spot with God, which I think the church tries to get people to be in yeah. before getting into a relationship. It's like, that is such a, I don't know, not a good expectation to have for yourself before going into a relationship because man, you're never going to be in this like amazing spot, maybe for a week, a month, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a few months, but you're not going to constantly be like that every single day of your life. Like we wake up and we have to fight. Like we have to fight the good fight. Mm -hmm. We're fighting off, you know, temptations. We're fighting off whatever the enemy is throwing at us all the time. I mean, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. And well, in in the last note on that, that God is the potter and we're the clay. So we're constantly Mm -hmm. being molded and formed and, as long as you're putting in, of course, your foundation needs to be, it, it does. You need to have a foundation, but a foundation is good. You're always constantly evolving. And so to be like, yep, I've reached this point. I'm ready to go. and perfect. Well, clearly then, no, you're not, right? There's always going to be oh, something we're growing towards. A hundred percent. And yeah. it's funny because I read this this morning and it says, Come now, in Isaiah one eighteen, it says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. And I love the way this is worded. It says, Though your sins are like scarlet, 
they shall be as white as snow. Though they are like red crimson, they shall become like wool. Mm. And I love the saying, they shall become white as snow, because in God's eyes, like, he just, he is constantly forgiving us and, like, making us clean. Um, And, you know, as, as much as we sin, as long as we're still pursuing him with our whole heart, uh, you know, he, he constantly is going to bless our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. And I even like the wool thing. It's just making those, and we can all do this in our lives. Like there's always bad circumstances or things that happen to us or things that we do yeah. that, of course, they are bad in the moment and there's always going to be reciprocation when or consequence, right, when there's an action. Of course, that's just how life works. But um, God can use those bad or can use sin in the end or in the long-term game for our good. And so I think that's just a beautiful photo of it doesn't define you. It actually can make you a better person. Yeah, I feel like it's a beautiful image of how God views sin. Yeah. Yeah. So what's number two? Kind of goes into kind of off that. But healing is a lifetime process. Yeah. You cannot heal completely heal from trauma or whatever you have gone through in your life, hard times, whatever it may be, um, including such things. I've made this a hot take in my previous episodes, but I think everyone struggles with pride. Um, mm. You cannot heal from every single sin in your life in one moment or in one year or in five years, whatever it may be. I mean, you are constantly mm-hmm. going through that, and God is constantly revealing things to you. Yeah. And I just don't think that's realistic. I agree with that. And even when you're taking the steps as you should for counseling or going to therapy or meeting with your community or meeting with mentors, whoever it is, and you're talking through it and you're reading books, doing it all, it's going to be a constant. It's that same thing you're constantly molding because there may be things that trigger you later in life to make you think of that. There's always going to be, I think, of relationship trauma. That's something that I've gone through in my past. And it's like Mm -hmm. you can push it back and – you really can be healed for the most part and it's not defining how you are, but there can be triggering instances that give you a spur of the moment thought. And I would say I'm a healed person, but that's always something that's going to be happening to me. Yeah. There's always going to be events that trigger you. Right. And I think it gets easier over time. Like I feel like there's an initial healing process Mm -hmm. and you have to go through that and make healthy changes in your life. Yes. Um, but I think as long as you're continuing to make those healthy changes, you're constantly able to heal and get past that, but you're never going to be completely healed. I agree. It's like the stages of grief. Yeah. There's the stages of grief, which are part of the stages of healing. Yeah. So that's my hot take. Love it. What's number three? Confusion only comes from the enemy and not from God. Yeah. I just that's don't good. think that, uh, anxiousness or worry or any type of what should I do? Where should I go? Um, is from God. We're always faced with confusion in life, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's from God. Like we're, like I said, we're constantly in this fight of good and evil and, um, fighting, you know, the bad things that are going on in this world. Uh, but I do not believe that God will, um, give us confusion. I think he'll bless us with confirmation mm. um, and peace, and that can only come from him. And the only way that we get that is by constantly looking to him and not other people. Mm. And I think that's where confusion can come from. Yeah, that's so interesting because you know when you're reading in the 
all over the Bible, it's God is a sovereign God and he's a good God and he gave us choice, right? So people might confuse what you're saying with, well, we have free will, we have choice. But just because you have a choice doesn't mean you have to be confused. There's always two paths. A, God will work through any path that you choose, right? Yeah, is there maybe one way that might lead you to more benefits quicker? Of course, but you ha- you can't predict the future. Only God knows what's in store for you. And so I think there's a difference between choice and confusion. But just like what you were yeah. saying, you have your choice. If you're diligent in prayer and community and you're reading and everything that you're doing, the, the way you won't feel anxiety about your choice that you make. No, you, you will yeah. have such peace about it. Like, yeah. I think, right, we've gone through a lot of decisions in our life yeah. as, just as friends. And I think, right, when you are looking to God and you really are prayerful about it just with him, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't give you advice that's going to give you peace. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's, you're still going to be confused after maybe you talk to me. Sometimes yeah. you need a friend to rant to about stuff. Yeah. But it's, you know, whose advice are you seeking first? Are you seeking, are you going to God first before mm-hmm. you're going to your friends? Yeah, I think that's good. I also would counter that to say, though, that um, God can use your friends. He can speak through your friends. No, I agree. So I would say, I agree, definitely be in the word and, you know, go straight to him, right? It's like you would go straight to your parent on advice on parenting. Yeah, <laughs> Like exactly. you go to your friend on relationships who's in one, right? Because it's okay to have those human relationships. But, yes, definitely seeking God first. And then you will hear him through those who are diligent in their faith. Yes. I 100% agree with that. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That that probably clears. (laughs) She's like, no friends. (laughs) No, I was just trying to say, you know, because when you do seek your friends first, it's not always as clear as to when you seek God first and then you go to your friends and you're asking them the right questions Mm. on what you need clarity on, you know? Yep. And it just depends. Like, do you have good, are the friends appropriate for that question and context? Are they, um, the right group of people are that your actual community who you know that you're all working mm, towards the same so thing. Good. So good. So good. Number four. Oh yeah. This actually, this is really flowing nicely because it leads right into my next hot take. Great. Um, you don't need to have a large group of friends to be happy. Totally agree with that. You do not need a ton of friends. We've learned this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm culprit number one of this. <laughs> uh, yes. I'll say it. I'll com- convict myself. No. Yeah. Totally true. What do you think about that? Why do you say that? Uh, I have just tried to expand my friend group post-college where, like, I just have wanted, like, all these friends because, in a way, when I was medically retired in college from sports, Mm -hmm. I felt like I went into this phase where I had such a small group of friends and I saw all these, you know, girls with their teammates and this huge group of friends and I felt like I had lost that. Mm. And so post-college, I felt like I needed to find that again. And wow, it gets very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Uh, You cannot nurture any of those friendships as much as you want to. Mm. There's only so much time in a day. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you can, I feel like you can really only grow close to maybe two, three people who Mm. are your very, very close friends. I think you can have more than two or three friends. No, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, your your close counsel, and I talked about this in my last episode, but I, I just so believe that and I think uh, you just have to be very conscientious of that and don't feel the pressure from social media to have all these friends and all you know oh I have to have 
this many people in my life in order to be fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You really can't put a number on it. I'm the same exact way and had a very similar experience in college other than being medically retired. But I remember previous to that in high school, I had this huge friend group, if you will, and then went to college and basically lost all of that. I had literally kindled (laughs) team. It was just me and her. And then eventually got a couple of more friends in a group and there's still only like eight of us, you know, at most. And each, there are different kinds of friendships, which we've talked about before. So there are some friends that it's like, I'm going deep with you because that's what I need. Like, and you know that they can provide that. There's other friends who are your fun friends who want to go out and have a good time. There's other, every friend provides a different aspect or perspective on your life, which is totally fine. But agree that it's really hard to nurture friends with like 20 people, right? I mean, you can, but you're the one who's drained after it. You're going to be drained. And, you know, at the end of the day, like you have to have time to nurture your relationship uh, just with in your own thoughts yeah, and with God. Like if you don't have time for that, then you you are overwhelming yourself. Yeah. And- Taking care of yourself is part of that. Seriously, you can be friends with yourself too. I mean, why don't you take yourself to do things that you want to do? Um, if you are a type two or a people pleaser like yours truly over here, that's really hard to do. It's really hard to actually take time for yourself and take care of yourself and not not trying to make it like it's all about me. I need to take care of me, but you've got to set some time apart for that as well so that you can pour into those few friendships that you need. Exactly. That's so true. Do you have another one? Oh yeah. I have two more. All right. Share it with us. All right. Um, last one or second to last one is you need to believe that God can bless your life. If you don't believe it, then well, you won't have confidence in God. So what would people not believe then? Like, what are they believing I think, instead of I think of it's that? like the doubt of, I'm never going to find someone. Mm-hmm. And I've been going through this phase right now. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to yeah. find a good guy. And it's, man, it's just so much the enemy, like, in your head, in mm-hmm. the world getting in your head. And it's 100% social media, too, saying that, oh, you're never going to get to this point because this person's already there and you're behind. And uh, I think you can just get so much in your head on that. But I think if you can believe that God can bless your life, man, that is good. But every day is when you wake up, I saw this video, it's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to fight to think that because yeah. it's hard. At the end of the day, it's hard. And um, yeah, I but I do think that's the truth. I think to that point, as well I mean miracles do still happen now I'm not over here saying some magic wishy wooshy whatever stuff but when you're miracles are blessings right they're, they're honestly interchangeable so the people who are sick or who are hurting maybe it's emotional maybe it's physical maybe it's all these different things we've all been in those holes where you're just sitting why can't I just need something like I need something now God and Sometimes he answers you right away and sometimes it takes a little bit longer and you don't understand why you're in a situation. But I agree. You have to have that. It, it, like God doesn't need to be empowered by us, right? He's no. all powerful and all everlasting. But how is he going to be able to work in your life if you don't empower him to do that? Mm-hmm. If you just block him out day after day. I mean, eventually he's going to find a way and crank it in there. But um, you also have to do your part. And it's not saying do your part, 
be really good so that you get blessed. It's saying, do your part and stay diligent and fight. And then God will reward you in the season when it's, when you're ready for it. Oh, that's so good. It's yeah. all, and like you said, let him into your life. Yeah. I think it's so hard to do that uh, on a daily basis because we wake up and there's just distraction after distraction after distraction. Uh, but I did I did write a verse for this and it was, uh, yeah. I didn't write it. <laughs> she wrote the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James 1, 2 through 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let mm-hmm. perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yep. And man, perseverance, it builds, it builds character, but, uh, it's, it's difficult. And I just bring up this hot take to be relatable, uh, because I think a lot of people just struggle, uh, with dating, with, uh, growing in your career, uh, with, yeah. you know, getting to that next spot in sports. You want to be in the top position always. And there's always, you always want more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, no one's life is perfect and everyone is facing trials. Yeah. yeah. Completely agree. I mean, we're all in the grind and in the Bible, it even says Jesus is like, yep, this life, you're not promised it to be easy. No. Christian or not, right? Even if you're not a Christian, your life is not easy. If you are a Christian, your life is not easy. That is something we can all say we're on the same level playing field on that. And that's why we need people and we this is why we need God around us and I just agree like if you believe it and you believe and you know that he's good even when you are at your lowest point he is going to bring you blessings and it might just be a perspective change that might be the blessing of wow my job really sucks right now and or my friends suck or something like that and I just need a perspective change where it can flip everything for you and that's a blessing that's a miracle because you can't do that on your own. Yeah. No, so. I agree. Well, yeah, it goes into my last one, which I'll do it quick. What is the final one? <laughs> um, falling in love with yourself, how society portrays it, mm. is totally unsustainable and unfulfilling. Yeah. Uh, I do think you have to love who you are, mm. but... I think this falling in love with myself, I'm going to fulfill every gap in my life and I'm just going to rely on me, 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 me to, you know, make those hard times better. Mm. You, that, that is so, you cannot do that because we are ever changing, right? Mm. God is omnipresent. He is constant. We are not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, our thoughts are going to change. Our goals are going to change. Everything about us is going to change, but God's word is never changing. And I think it's interesting that you say that because think of in every situation of your life when you face something difficult, literally, like your knee. Are you going to just like fix your knee yourself? No. There are definitely things that you can do to help be proactive and help mm-hmm. heal. But like at the end of the day, you're going to the doctor, yep. right? Um, when you have a bad breakup or something really hard happens and you go to your friends or your family, like... Are you going to sit alone and do it? No, that's what causes depression. That's why people can't get out of a rut because they don't go to other people to share that with. Mm-hmm. And so God has designed all of it, even when it's hard, that we are never meant to depend on ourselves. First of all, we kind of suck. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like if it's it were hard. all up to me, the world would be super messed up. Some really fun parts, but not, <laughs> not all great, right? So the whole, we are all created, the entire world is created to depend on anything except ourselves and 
ultimately it's dependent on God because God has created everything. So, and and God warns us of that. It literally says in second Timothy three, two, it says for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful and unholy. Like he literally tells us that's what we're going to be. And that goes back to the first hot take. We're never going to be perfect. So don't rely on yourself to become perfect. Mm. Yeah. Sheesh. I mean, and then the fact that he had the characteristics of the other things that happened when you were all about yourself, you're disrespectful to authority or parents. And yeah. So that's hot off the press, man. Yeah. So my hot take is just that self-love can be conceited. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, it is. Yeah. There are definitely ways to express it. Like what I was saying earlier, you have to be a friend to yourself. Like, would you treat your friend with all that bad language? Would I sit here and be like, oh, you suck. Like, you're you're so insecure, blah, blah, blah. No, but that's what we can tell ourselves sometimes. Why would we treat ourselves that way? I wouldn't treat my good friend like that. And so there are healthy ways to do self-love, but as with anything, too much is not good. No, so. exactly. So, Well, Mott, this was a lot of fun. I hope you had fun. I wanted to ask you one question off the record. Oh. What have you, what was your biggest takeaway for the podcast for this season? Oh, man. She was uh, not prepared for this. <laughs> I was not. Um, I think I can just learn so much more about my friends. Like, I learned so much more about you just doing this podcast. And uh, I can learn a lot from people um, and had just honestly have respectful conversations even if I disagree yeah. and I think we have lost that in society and I just hope that I can continue to use this podcast uh to you know bring people closer to Jesus if that's you know what God wants me to do uh but also just learn more about people and um yeah have those respectful conversations because I just feel like people are so angry right now on a lot of topics and I'm glad I can do that respectfully awesome yeah so well thanks for having me thanks for opening my podcast with me and closing my podcast with me mont you're the best (laughs) hey next time you'll be on the podcast maybe you'll be married (gasps) married woman i forgot my ring (laughs) (laughs) all right appreciate it bye see y'all next time